Hey, you. Hey, you. So today uh, I want to talk Kamala. Our Icon series uh, continues. We can't not talk about this. this I is, know. This is talk about shattering glass ceilings. My favorite sound, the sound of breaking glass. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to that overhead, <laughs> overhead, yeah, yeah, definitely. Who we are speaking about is Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, uh, who won uh, the seat uh, a couple days ago uh, yep. in an historic victory, a historic election. Um, yep. And and the less said about her predecessors, the the, the better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Today we're going to be talking about the absolutely wonderfully glossy ling shattering Kamala Harris vice president elect Kamala Harris correct which just uh, sounds so good coming I up. love yeah I love <laughs> um I'm looking forward to January when we can drop the elect but whatever I'm fine with that's what it yes. is what it is as of this recording it's vice president elect but super exciting to hear either way for a little bit of background for people who might not know they might know Kamala Harris now because she's been running for president of course and then when she was picked as Joe Biden's running mate, she became, you know, running for uh, vice president. So people probably know a bit about her at this point, or, or at least, I mean, certainly, it, put it this way, if you haven't heard of her at all, how did you find this podcast? Uh-huh. <laughs> is, the, is the question I would ask to you. Also, welcome. But I mean, you know, let, uh, let's go with a little, a little bit of background, just so people get an idea. Um, as far as the icon series, we like to give a little preamble. So from an educational perspective, so she did her undergrad at Howard, uh, she did her law degree at uh, University of California. She started her uh, career as the um, in the Alameda County District's uh, attorney's office. Uh, and then in 2003, she became the district attorney um, for the city and county of San Francisco. And then she did two terms as the DA. And then she was elected as the first African-American and first woman to serve as California's attorney general. Some firsts for her. Um, oh, lots, yeah, just yeah. Uh, these firsts are not her first firsts. First. <laughs> you know, those are some impressive firsts already. First and, and, Indian American in the U.S. Senate, first yep. Indian American of a major party to run for vice president, and yep. soon to become the first female vice president, let alone woman of color. <laughs> exactly, and you know that's just amazing. And so, yeah, 2017. That was when she was sworn in as a United States senator. Uh, yeah, sec- yeah, second African-American woman, first South Asian-American senator in history. Um, she's on the uh, Homeland Security, Governmental Affairs Committee, Select Committee on Intelligence, Committee on the Judiciary Committee. She's Committee on the Budget. Like, she's got her... She's, How accomplished she, is this lady? Jeez. Yeah, just to give people an idea, like, she's been she's been doing things this, yeah. whole, you know, this yeah. whole time. Again, breaking those barriers, becoming first and things. Um, and then, of course, as you mentioned, this historic first. And I think this, this first, not to, you know, diminish her previous first but this first is so huge because this is like united states history i mean i'm sure you've seen people listening have probably seen uh you know the the video where it's just uh you know flash shots of the uh, official uh, headshots of all the previous vps ending with hers hers oh yeah the only woman (laughs) so it's just it's so exciting to see that so impressive to see that I don't know if this is true so I'm just saying this offhandedly but I was told someone told me when we were watching the the when they gave their official speeches when they were officially announced president-elect and vice president-elect that apparently the vice president-elect doesn't always have isn't always given like that much speaking time oh Uh, I didn't know that someone mentioned that to me again I don't know if that's true it was um 
a smart move on the Biden-Harris campaign to let her speak because she is such a great speaker um, mm. and had been this whole time. I mean, when she was in the, in the presidential race and then as a vice president, I, I think we should also take this moment as far as discussing her speaking to, to quote her line that immediately became a meme or a uh, like <laughs> thing that was passed around during the, the vice presidential debate with human marshmallow Mike Pence. <laughs> The whitest man I've ever seen. Oh my god! Uh, just dead, like dead behind the eyes. But just, fine. So, just completely, like he's clearly being operated by a remote control somewhere by people who have lost interest. One hundred percent. They're <laughs> checked out. It's on autopilot at this point, and they're just like, you know what, crash or burn. We tried. What are you gonna do? We tried to give give it empathy. It didn't work. Uh, we're done with this experiment. Yeah, so whatever. yeah, Let's yeah. Just write it like, out to completion. Just right. You're just like let, let this you whatever. know work at, work itself out. Hold it in. Right. Exactly. Um, but during that debate, famously now, you know, she was answering a question, and as per usual in these debates, not just in this particular case, but the con- I can't even, I can barely watch debates because the constant interruption drives me crazy. Oh my God, it's infuriating. I can't. Right. Yeah, it's just maddening to hear people just talk over each other. And so, the, I mean, one of my the favorite line that everyone, like, literally the next day I saw it, I'm quoting everywhere, is I'm speaking. Yes. And yes. I think that, you know, as a, as a rejoinder to being cut off constantly, it's perfect, I think, because mm-hmm. it's, it's not an, it's an admonishment whilst being a statement of fact. So yes. <laughs> it's, yes. it's kind of like, do you know what you're doing right now without saying that? Like with the same incredulous tone. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and at the same time, still like, you know, factually, she, it, she was speaking. She wasn't finished speaking and you're being rude. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Like just as a person that I just, that delighted me to no end. I feel like the day after on social media, everywhere I saw that uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, women, uh, again, women in businesses, you know, um, the circles you and I kind of run in. So, so many women were like, I'm using that from now on. Like, oh, that's going to be in meetings uh, that I get talked over or, you know, like that's kind of, you know, the sentiment they want to convey, or at least if they aren't going to use it, like that's what they want to be saying all the time. For and, sure. You For know, sure. Just seeing her do it, even if people aren't comfortable doing it in their own, you know, meetings or in their own business or in their own life, just knowing that a woman did it. You know? Absolutely. You know, what I have found personally that, that I, I've actually been using for a couple of years and, and mm. that helps, especially as a woman of color in a professional setting, it's mm. so easy to to fall into that stereotype of like the it, it, you don't even have to be black to be like considered an angry black woman. Like that's oh yeah. Like you can just be any woman of color. Yep. It's just, and which honestly speaks to the level of anti-blackness in our society, but like, that's a different story. But Mm. the the point is that like, in order to still make that point, but not seem confrontational, what I've started, what I had have been doing for a few years is when I get interrupted, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, just to finish that thought. Oh, nice. And I like, and then they kind of stop talking and it's just, it's a way to, to just finish what you were saying yeah. without it seeming confrontational, but still sort of, because it, it's really important in my space to have come across as being collaborative and willing to, to listen and work with other people and stuff. So I never want to seem like, I don't want to hear what the other person is saying, but, but honestly, dude, like that's something that, that spoke to me so strongly about, mm. uh, about vice president, like Kamala Harris is, yeah. and I just love saying that. I know. Like, and yeah. We're going to, we're going to keep saying it. Full yeah. title. Well-deserved. So, great. so <laughs> yeah. great. So, yeah. I mean, the, 
one of the things I loved about her is that she never, especially in the last few years with the um, Senate hearings that were televised uh, a few months ago about the, the inquiry that was being into Donald Trump, you know, prior to his mm. impeachment and everything else, Kamala Harris made it a point to really kind of hold people's feet to the fire about questions that she was asking because yes. she was on that inquiry panel. She was, I believe, on the grand jury for a couple of things. And like... So. Uh, and I might be getting the, the specifics of what commission she was on wrong, but yep. what I am not getting wrong is the way in which she uh, asked those questions and insisted on answers. I was blown away by, by her willingness and ability to, to, she's like, I don't care if you think I'm a bitch. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's not a luxury I've ever felt I had. It's and just- it was so... A so- in the softest terms, it was cathartic. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. And, <laughs> and and I have to fully agree. Seeing her in those inquiries, like just watching her, just from a you know from a, a woman's perspective, like she's such a strong like in her in her questioning, as you pointed out, like holding people's uh, people accountable, holding their feet to the fire. Like uh, part of that, I'm sure, comes from like she had a very successful legal career. Um, oh, yeah. And so, yeah. uh, you know, she won a lot of really high profile cases. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it comes from that, but part of it comes from, you know, just switching that mindset that kind of is drilled into women to kind of, you know, me, me be a little, maybe not meek per se, but, you know, uh, not try to feel like you own the room and yeah. do, do, do that own the room. Why not? If you're Absolutely. the one speaking, take control of it. And it's all, you know, very easy to say you know, telling, you know, telling women to, you know, do this and lean in and all that stuff. That's all easy to say. And that's all cute for book titles and very anecdotal, but it's yeah. hard to do. It's hard to harness it that. In the moment. And, um, and not just hard from a personal level to, to build up the confidence to do, but it's hard because nobody else wants you to do it. Yes. You're not being supported in that endeavor. When you walk into a room and you're like, I'm going to own this room. You better believe that every dude in that room is going to make sure that you don't. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And also in these particular cases, because these are televised, you know that the media is completely biased also and will tear everything apart, you say, but as a woman more so. So, Absolutely. you know, they're the ones who are going to spin the narrative, even if people don't make those connections initially, like they're, the media is biased in, in many ways. And they'll, you know, characterize what she did as, you know, however they see fit. And I'm sure, you know, women don't get it easy when it comes to, you know, oh, she was, she was being awfully aggressive. It's like, mm, was she though? Or was she being assertive? Is it considered aggressive when men question someone? I don't think so. Um, you know, it's considered, you know, he's, you know, he's really good. He's a tough questioner. It's like, yeah, so she. And the thing um, is, like, when, you know, women, like, push and push to succeed in these complex and dynamic spaces, like, like yeah. law and, like, politics and, like, the corporate world and, like, whatever else, you push and push and push to succeed. And everyone, you know, will give you lip service about, like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really important that that more women, you know, like, are at these, like, higher levels and at these, at these whatever, whatever. Yeah. But... You have to actually support us. You have to actually put us in those positions. You have to actually, uh, it's not enough for you to say, please make the attempt. Like, all right, yeah. man, I'll make the attempt. You know, I'll make the attempt and you know, I'll be fucking seven times better than Brad over there. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. You need to make sure that I actually get something for that effort because other women, 
yeah. young women especially should see that like that's what's possible you exactly put the effort you get the result it's not just a pushing pushing and pushing with no light at the end of the tunnel like that's yeah, not fair and now the fact that like that that Kamala Harris is where she is how many generations of young women and young women of color are going to be like you know what i can like i'm going to be the first i'm going to be the first something it, the, leading up to everything you know doom scrolling it, i know i shouldn't be on twitter because it's just it's a dumpster fire <laughs> but i have to say like after she was you know announced the number of people who i just saw you know um sharing you know videos of telling their kids and being like she looks just like us she looks like you and then being yes. so just elated like the number of people i saw who posted photos of like you know here's my daughter watching um kamala harris's speech and it's just like a picture from behind and it's oh, all these moment. young girls just staring at the tv like this is amazing and that's the thing there are so many intersections that i can claim a kinship with her there's yes. women there's black women there's yep. asian americans there's indians there's Jamaican. even canadians because like she she was in canada like like yes. growing up and like yeah. so and and the beautiful part is that none of those experiences take away from any of the other experiences her exactly. blackness doesn't take away from her indianness her indianness doesn't take away from her blackness and uh, none of it takes away from her femaleness her femaleness nope. doesn't take away from uh, who she is in power like all of these gorgeous intersections and who she means to this vast plethora of people and i think that's what's that's what's even greater about it is that for people in those communities it crosses so many communities and the best part about it crossing it it means it includes all those communities and i hope that like this empowers those communities to make space but also on top of it because we like to talk about this all the time um as and as you rightfully pointed out it's not enough to say like oh women you know i think women should have a seat at the table really did you make space for that woman well guess what yeah. joe biden did absolutely and absolutely he, he he had a number of presidential candidates that he could have picked from to make his a uh, vice president uh running mate and he picked Kamala Harris and for whatever reason he decided that the point is he picked her because he wanted to win this and he wanted her next to him and i think one kudos to him for walking the walk but also she's brilliant and is clearly the right choice and i think that's the oh, big yeah. thing is like it's yeah. not like he picked her just because of that she is clearly the right candidate but that doesn't mean it was like oh well obviously he would pick her no there's tons of women who have been at the precipice of these yep. things that have been stonewalled by a man deciding well you know we're we're trying to beat someone here and you know we have to pick the popular choice or whoever we think is going to go he's like no yeah. here's who i want and yeah. i'm take, taking a stand and that reminded me because you mentioned canada and shout out to canada but 2015 when trudeau was elected he wanted a gender parity cabinet and you know that's one of those things where you could say it while you're running and be like well you know we hope to get there by certain day day yeah. one his cabinet was 50-50 and they asked him at the press conference I remember conference, that that was does. yeah they asked him you know why was that important to you and his answer very simply and again a line that got shared a lot was because it's 2015 like <laughs> are you like are you asking me that question like in sincerity like, like is that yeah like what kind of alter are you expecting exactly <laughs> yeah like it was very strange but I, you know and i love that and i did see um also um the deputy prime minister christian freeland uh who is amazing um she did and many leaders you know from different countries but canada's deputy prime minister much like the prime minister uh, gave us 
uh, statement, but she also tweeted, you know, congratulations to President-elect Joe Biden. Um, as your friend, neighbor, and closest ally, Canada will work shoulder to shoulder with you um, as together we confront the greatest challenges of our time at home and abroad. And that would have been enough. But then she followed that with, and a very personal congratulations to Kamala Harris. Your victory is an inspiration to women and girls and to people of color across our continent. I look forward to working with you to help both our countries crush the global pandemic and crack more glass ceilings along the way. And I thought, wow, to call out the vice president-elect specifically mm. from a, a neighboring country. And again, one woman to another. And that excited me so much that yeah. these two, all these powerful women are going to be working together. And you're seeing more powerful women, you know, making, oh, these, so making places for each for themselves and getting, to their credit, taking those places. But in case anybody has noticed, getting a lot of blowback. Like they're oh, not yeah. just walking into these positions and, and claiming it and just owning it. They're doing that, but they're getting pushback constantly. The number of attacks- From every seen, angle. Every angle. The number of people I've seen attack AOC. Oh, being, yeah. Just being, it seems. Um, oh, and again, God. someone who represents not just women, but you know, she's got multiple- She represents youth. She represents well, like yeah. idealism and, and optimism and a sense that you can and should be better. Exactly. And I think these women again are going to like they're already they were already making those strides, being first and taking those. Yeah, no, I'm chances. sorry, these like crusty old white men hate AOC so much. Yeah. Obviously you do because like she is everything you are not. And that's 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 really the the core of it. You you might disagree with her policies and blah and all the other things. At the core of it, they don't like who she is because they can't be what she is. They can't yes. they can't hope or aspire to it. They will never have they will never be her age again. They no. will never have the reach that she they'll has. never have the ex the the reach. That's a yeah. big thing. They will Huge. never be able to connect with people the way that she is. Exactly. And I'm it, hoping it's never that, it has never they've never needed to. They no. never needed to. And now all exactly. of a sudden the youth vote is saying, look, yo, that's what we need. Yep. We need people who can engage with us and who can relate to what we're going through. And these guys are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, I don't you're 30 and still living at home. Like, yeah, man, because I can't fucking afford rent in my city because yeah. of rental policies that you put in place. Because no. it doesn't affect them. No. And they didn't used to have to fight for a place because white men always had a place. Yeah. So they have this ridiculous entitlement and they see any threat to that as a threat to, you know, the very fiber of their being. And it's like, yeah, they, they don't see it as making space at the table. They see no. it as having to give up their seat. Right. Which is not the case. And the, the more people who see it as having to give something up, that's toxic behavior. So, so much. And, yeah, and, and that's frankly, really incorrect. Very <laughs> like it's not even just toxic it's no. just wrong my guy yeah. like it's just incorrect yeah like the best person for the job should get the job and yeah. if you're not even interviewing candidates that aren't like you aka white and male then the best person for the job won't get the job because no. white and male is not a prerequisite to any job so no. if you're no. cutting out candidates and not narrowing down from there it's a again a huge a huge disservice and for any man who's ever said you know well we'd hire more women if more women would apply bullshit bullshit <laughs> on that entirely and also again if it was important to you what are you doing like why yeah. is it women's job to fight so hard to make space and to explain why they should be there and to you know put the do like backflips to figure out all the different ways they can work around a system that's not built for them because systems were built for white men 
everything. To yeah. bring it back to Kamala Harris. Yes. There's, and you mentioned this about AOC as well. Like there are people who don't necessarily agree with the policies that yes. these people, um, these women specifically uh, embody and, and are pushing as part of their own political agenda and their personal agenda and, and whatever else. But that's okay. Yeah. It's just because you don't agree with, uh, because Kamala Harris, like from a political standpoint, it's fairly centrist for Mm. my particular political leanings. Like I'm, I'm far left uh, of 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 even Kamala Harris. Like a like AOC is is much more close to to at least sort of. vocally like politically sort of where i stand so kamala harris to me is more centrist um i think she will be leaps and bounds better than than well anyone in recent history anyway yeah for sure yeah but but that's okay it's okay that i don't 100 like get behind every single thing that that she uh that she puts forward and that she has stood for because the broader thing that she stands for is so much more important. Yes, exactly. Just the fact that she's there and that she will have a say um, in as far as forming these policies, even if people don't agree with them. I mean, every every policy that's proposed, never, I don't think has ever, get, has ever received 100% of the votes. No, for There's sure. always people who disagree. And th- there should be, you know, conversation around every policy Um, and depending on the policy it should be weird if there aren't people who are like "Mm, this could be better because things could always be better it's all a matter of what can we get through now Um, it's and politics is a game of inches to a degree you know again it's pushing the you know we had Barack Obama first as like you know that this was a first there and we saw the backlash of that which was a sad you know one-term president who was impeached whose name I'm not even going to say yeah, and I because I, I, I hope he's barely a footnote. Oh yeah, history. yeah, and he's going to be a trivial pursuit question if that. Exactly, and I'm more than fine with that. But then that led to, you know, Joe Biden coming in, and now there's room for Kamala Harris. And sure. as she said in her speech, which again, a really great speech, very inspiring. If you haven't heard it, watch it. It's all over YouTube. Um, that she is the first female vice president, but she will not be the last. But once you've changed that there that dynamic and that paradigm doors are open now well, yeah man and uh, actually to your point like one of the things i've seen circling around the internet is like indian kids it yeah. is no longer going to be enough for you to be doctors and engineers <laughs> and scientists you now have to be the vice president of the u.s like that's oh, what my parents are gonna push you to be now <laughs> yeah pretty much so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be rough it's gonna be rough <laughs> right. uh, the expectations yeah. are much higher now but i think you know i think there are so many people who are like that's what I've wanted. And it's, yes. there's, it's been so almost impossible to even, you know, get on the ticket and like get, get enough votes to make it past. Cause you have to not just get, you don't have to get just people behind you. You have to get money behind you. You have to raise a certain amount of yes. money to even yes. continue on these debates, which again is a thing I have a problem with, you know, this about us politics mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is the length of their campaigns and the amount yes. of money required. It, it basically pushes out from a socioeconomic um, perspective a huge swath of people who are equally qualified who just don't have to have happen to yep. have the backing and i think yep. that's ridiculous um but 
that's again for another time. The point is, <laughs> yeah, get back to yeah. The standard is now much higher, but yeah, for for women of color, for for women, um, you know, it, the standard is is much higher, but the the sky is the limit now. Absolutely, you know, like Absolutely. now that we've got one one person in there, you know, let's let's make again, let's get more women in there, and it it is kind of for sure. And you know, the, the, the people will be like, oh well, you're just agreeing with her because because she's a woman. It's like, no. well. Kind of, yeah, but like it's it's not like she's freaking Aunt Lydia from The Handmaid's Tale, man. Right. Like yeah, exactly. she's a particular kind of woman. She's yeah. she's not just a woman. No, I'm listening to her because she's intelligent and exactly well she spoken. Is also and she's a argument. woman and also a woman of color, and yeah, that makes me pay a little bit more attention yeah. uh, because that has never been an, an option before. It's true. And, you know, and not to, you know, continue to use AOC as, you know, an example here. It's just, I've seen the most backlash against her that keeps coming up. Um, but I've also seen the most outreach as far as from her. I mean, when she did uh, a Twitch live stream, unprecedented for a politician, by totally. the way. Totally. Um, but guess what? It's where her voters are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's where the country's voters are. So smart on her part, go there and invite other people of you know in her in her age bracket but the, the the funny thing is about you know her and Katie Porter who I also love mm-hmm. um and and she's definitely uh I've heard her there's full montages of her saying reclaiming my time um and nothing delights me more um, <laughs> than a person she's questioning who's evading answering her question and yes. giving long drawn out non-answer and she just no I'm not listening to your like this is an excuse or an and or a lie so we're we're I'm going to keep talking and I love yeah. that about the whole thing with AOC is you know all these other politicians who, who don't like this you know uh new cohort of, of young women or whatever it is the funny thing about it is the more they don't like it the more news coverage that these women get i know don't you and love it it's love great to see like it. love to see watching it. these angry angry pundits and you know yeah. <laughs> and angry politicians you know making these broad claims and yelling about this that the other thing you're just increasing her profile like people were like getting upset because she was recently was did she have a vogue cover or whatever it was a bunch of male politicians and, and male newscasters and some women let me just let me just interject because I am saying male a lot. Some women. Oh yeah, I mean let's let's yeah, let's be very, and actually to that point, more yeah. women voted for Donald Trump this time around than they did the last time around, which is so disgusting. What the fuck, so man, like Kamala yeah, Harris and Biden got elected in spite of white men and white women, like not yes. because of them. Like no, I, absolutely not. Like, it's it is absolutely ridiculous. But I just love seeing them get so irate about these little things like and the, the fact that like the 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 media that wants to give her a platform is like we're gonna put her on the cover of this magazine because look at the amazing things she's doing and then all these these people are like oh look look at who little miss uh celebrity here i thought she was i thought she wanted to be a politician it's like okay she can't be both she like people like-, like her and then and all these comments about like oh uh, you know i thought she was oh i was just a bartender and now she's wearing a four thousand dollar shirt i'm like do they never have they never been to a photo shoot those clothes I'm sorry. I thought rags to riches was like the favorite fucking part of the American dream. Like I yeah, thought exactly. that was like, like she is literally the American dream. Immigrant young girl who like who who goes from a bartender to becoming the the voice of a generation, all because of like, uh, because America allowed her to. Dude, she should be your poster girl for yeah. getting America back on the world stage. Like yeah. that's who she should be. 
yeah and i should i should correct i said i think i said vogue i meant vanity fair it's a vanity fair cover. oh van- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just to, right. if, if people looking are looking for it and also rate. to make sure i have it correctly but yes. yeah she did a great photo shoot a great cover talking about her politics and dude and- vanity fair and vogue are very different like let's very. <laughs> yeah vanity so, fair is basically like the new yorker but like yeah, better exactly. dressed better we'll make sure to post the often, the but- <laughs> aoc cover story um yeah. on on our socials you can check it out because that is so in the Vanity Fair, put up online uh, that you can just read without a subscription. A hundred percent. And I think, so also, and to bring it back to Kamala Harris also, it's easy to, you know, I love that we're able to start with Kamala Harris in this particular case, who is, you know, breaking all these barriers. But I love that we have other examples to pull from too. Because yes. I know we talked about Katie Porter, we talked about AOC, and we keep talking about these other women that are, are around. And the fact that we're able to even do that because there are other women around is, that I just- wasn't a thing brilliant. five years ago. <laughs> no, even. it was like, not. It's not. It's not like this has been um, a, a topic of conversation for many, many years. It was not, it wasn't in reality even like three years ago like yeah did you like AOC was was not like on anyone's radar Nancy Pelosi no. was barely on anyone's radar like right. and any of these women that we're talking about here today like not particularly uh, relevant in in discussions like nobody was paying any real attention to them and that doesn't mean they weren't still doing incredible things it just means they weren't getting lauded the way they ought to have yes exactly and I, I do like, you know, you mentioned Nancy Pelosi as well. And we should also shout out uh, Ilhan Omar. Um, oh, yes. Oh, my God. Who's amazing. also fantastic. Amazing. And I love that those- Talk about all, a bunch all, of firsts there, too. A bunch of firsts there, too. Um, but I also, you know, speaking of magazine covers, you know, um, Ilhan Omar and Jaina Hayes and Nancy Pelosi and AOC were all on a Rolling Stone cover together. Like, I love- that was so great. <laughs> it's so great. It just it not, it gives me so much joy. And the the headline on the cover of Rolling Stone over top of all four of them uh, is uh, "Women Shaping the Future." And oh, again, God. just you know, I'm very <laughs> happy to see things. That, but you wouldn't have seen this ten years ago. No, you know, seen this five years ago on on these types of publications. No, no, and spotlighting these women's these women. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's been around for a long time. Um, she's, and she's a great speaker of the house. Um, and she's, you know, been speaker before and she's, she's great at the job. Um, but I, what I hope is that, you know, she's not going to be in, you know, she's not going to be in politics forever. I don't, what I want from these, what I love about these young women and I, what I want from people like Nancy Pelosi is I don't want this to be an RBG situation where everyone knows this person is making headway and is basically, they, the whole institution of women moving forward should never be on one woman's shoulders. Absolutely. And it's, it's as you pointed out, all these women who voted for Trump, it's incumbent on women also, women in power positions to bring other women up with them. So that when they say, I'm the first, but I don't, I'm not going to be the last, what are you doing to make sure you're not the last? It, it's sure. just, and, and seeing women and seeing women of color elected to these high positions and getting uh, lauded for achievements in all of these different areas, it 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 makes it makes other women dream. It's so nice to to have that feeling of hope and optimism, and after what feels like a really long time. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. It, and again, a part of me when when it happened, for um, I mean, immediately elated, just very so excited that this was a thing that was happening. I mean, for many reasons, um, and super excited about that. 
but there was a, a, a little bit of a tinge of like you know just now like and i know that's yeah. not the way to look at it but no no but you're of- absolutely right man because yeah. like what you i i i feel and i don't want to put words in it but i feel like we maybe had the same feeling which is that you know the struggle and basically all women women yeah. of color in particular know the struggle of what it means to be talented to be qualified to be yeah one of the smartest people in the room and yeah. to be overlooked yes you know and again she she's high profile the, the yeah. people we're talking about there are women who have made you know strides in the corporate world that you and I have seen and mm-hmm. every time i see it it's still notable and i can't wait for the day where it's nobody blinks an eye because it's so yes. common yes. um and i think that's what pe- seeing people like kamala harris do these things i think that's what we're going to that's the future we're all moving towards where seeing a woman in it as vice president seeing a woman as president i'm i could see her as president uh, so could i and actually I have, a lot I've, of people are are assuming that because of uh, yeah. biden's age and everything he may only do one term he may. Uh, in which case kamala harris becoming president yep in the next 4 years is not really out of the question it really isn't it's a it's an extremely viable uh possibility and i mean we haven't seen what she's going to do yet but i'm excited to see what she's going to do whatever she does will be i will be historic absolutely first woman first black american first yeah. asian american um to to hold that office um yeah. and it is i think really hard to overstate how how impactful and how meaningful all of those firsts are yeah um, this is going to mean so much to so many people yeah. i mean it's it's already affected you know the number of people i know who who were of course extremely stressed out the entire week so this might be part of it as well the number of yes. people i know who spent saturday just in tears tears of joy um like but to an uncontrollable like the it was the 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 pressure cooker of of that entire week of stress just being relieved in one like announcement which is this culmination of like extreme joy but also relief it was just they were the number of people i saw celebrating like c- celebrating like they were like the allies liberating paris like yeah. <laughs> that it was that level of like you know response around the world response around the country it was that level of celebration for this for this woman and this man and j- not just for the defeat of one though definitely for that but mm. you know the groundbreaking steps that they are making as a team uh, and yeah, her yeah. as a, as a woman but also you know the changes they can now make going forward i think just i think they brought they brought hope back definitely definitely yeah. for for everyone who's been who's been stressed i hope you got a bit of hope i know it's a long road ahead um but baby steps and you for know this sure. is this was a big one um yeah. but certainly not the not the end as and no, as she, and, and again this as she does not out, signal a start of you know it's okay to start being complacent now like no man now no. someone like the real work starts <laughs> yeah this is this is you know like when the first person pushes through the wall and then 100 people come in past them that's how this works yeah um those yeah. people behind them don't just go like oh they're in we can just let them go forward cool. it's like no I, i'm going like, to go get my reader it. yeah exactly <laughs> you, like no you seem to have this under control <laughs> right yeah it's like no everyone rushes in everyone takes their role everyone does the work and it's it's good to take a break and and really appreciate what Kamala Harris has done 
um, just just by getting to this part before she's even had a chance to make what I'm sure will be a bunch of great changes and some controversial things as well because nobody's yeah. perfect. Yeah. But the point is she's going to have a voice in this and yes. she represents a different experience level, a different demographic, and she's she understands the world in a different way than every white man before her. Yes. Um, she has a unique perspective and it's 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 unique in that position, but it's not unique in the world. She's she's representing the world as it is today. And that's that this is that kind of diversity that needs to be needs to be part of the conversation. Because how yeah. can you represent the people if the only viewpoint you've ever held is white man? I can only imagine how um, how much more effective Joe Biden will be able to be as president, having her there as his agreed because agreed. he can defer to her and she can be part of those conversations. Any, Certainly, because a lot of the issues that have happened over the last four years, oh, it's yeah. been awful for America as a whole, but it has disproportionately affected marginalized communities, 100%. of which Kamala Harris represents several. Just the groundswell of, of kids that I saw watching this election, you know, who can't even vote yet. But you can guarantee they're going to be the first time they can vote, they're going to be voting. Oh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be gonna awesome. Be I'm just super strange. excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, largest voter turnout ever and uh, first uh, female uh, vice president. Uh, huge, hugely. So can, Very you know, cool. huge congrats to Kamala Harris and hope yes. for us all. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so, and do you want to end there with sharing our socials? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to be sharing all of the coverage. <laughs> um, links on our Twitter at Particular Women. Um, and we've already started sharing stuff on our Instagram uh, at these particular women. Uh, so follow us uh, in both places, comment, uh, share articles with us if, if there's something. And yeah, share your stories. I mean, if you, if you feel comfortable, if you want to, um, you know, be part of this dialogue. This is a global dialogue. So wherever you're listening from, I know we have people who listen from all over the world, which is crazy. Um, I know, right? I, I love, I, and I love <laughs> that. So wherever you're listening from, that's super exciting. Um, and I hope this has been an exciting time for you as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're listening, do, you know, comment, let us know what you think. Um, and uh, I think that'll be, that's us for this week. Use uh, hashtag uh, be particular and um, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for talking to me about this, Ali. Great talking to you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.